Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, as always, Meg Teets, joined by uh, my all-the-time co-host and all-the-time husband. Sometimes friend. I would say all-the-time friend. Um, Why'd you you say it with a question mark? Because in my experience of, of living life with you, you don't always like me. I, you always love me. Mm-hmm. You don't always like me. And I feel like that may be a point of unity between you and the listeners. <laughs> I think it's fair to say you don't always like me. No, that's not true. I don't always like myself. That's true. Okay. But I'm working on that. Okay. Well, here we are. It is a Monday again. March is slipping past us. Like a slippery snake. Yep. In the coming days, you and I are going to, for the very first time ever, put one of our children on a plane. Yeah. And say, bon Good voyage. Riddance. Nope. Get the hell out of here. Nope. Happy travels. So, yeah, we're you haven't had to do as much hands-on. <laughs> I have been coaching and assisting and explaining along the way all we've, of the travel prep for her. We've done different facets of hands-on. She and I have talked. You weren't there for it. Okay. We've had some real conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, oddly, in this instance, I feel like you're the voice of logic and I'm the voice of emotion. Really? It's Say a, more about that. It's been a bit bizarre. Well, I don't want to betray her. Oh, you mean like you guys have had more emotional conversations? Yeah. I thought you were yeah. saying you were getting emotional about it. Um, well, that too. Okay. If that's even possible, yes. Okay. Yeah, I've had to be the voice of logic and try to kind of... Uh, Why are you... You're pausing. Why did you stop talking? Because that's good. I was <laughs> just... Problematic. I was manipulating the microphone. It felt like a giant microphone okay. coming at our faces. I've had to explain to Daisy that 
it doesn't matter if you like or even understand or agree with TSA's rules for flying. She's going to Florida, by yeah, the way, yeah. for a school trip. It doesn't she's, matter. She's basically musically hot shit. <laughs> well, she and her school orchestra, I guess you could it's say. It's mainly right? her. It's it's Daisy and the school orchestra is the title they go by. Ah, yes. Okay. Well, today we were talking about, I, I was going through the checklist with her and making sure she had tri- travel sizes for all of her things. And I was mm-hmm. like, and do you have a clear plastic bag. And she was like, looked at me like, I, that did you take one of mine? No, Well, you should. Okay. But you use those. Well, I use one of three. That's a whole other story. Do we want to tell it or move on? Let's move on. Okay. Because the, the main thing is that see through. Yeah. And she was like, but why do they think we're going to smuggle explosives in and our shampoo bottles? And I was like, at some point, yes, but it doesn't matter if you, can understand their logic or not. You just have to follow the rules. Yes. So we've been trying to talk through that quite a bit. Um, so switching gears, though, I thought this might be a good time for us to catch up on some things in the realm of watch, read, listen, lifestyle. Um, I actually added extra L's. You I'm did. Sorry. And no, you should not apologize. That is totally your prerogative. I okay. think that people will enjoy it. Okay, well, I hope they do. Who doesn't want an extra L? (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Supersize your L in your life. Okay. Okay. I feel invaded. (laughs) Speaking of invasion, you have been re-watching a lot of the Viking shows. I have. All of them. That you deeply enjoy. Yes. I noticed that The Last Kingdom is kind of trending on Netflix again. Did they come out with a new season? Is that the deal? Or what's, what's going on? Things trend... Often before a new season. Oh, but, okay. But, 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 but. Okay. All the buts. Mm-hmm. So originally, and not on Netflix, I don't think, you had Vikings, period. Yes. Vikings. That was History Channel generated, but oh. very not History Channel content. Okay. Um, that's a whole thing, and it's worth watching, and it's one of the things I've rewatched lately. Okay. It's fantastic. Then... Very recently on Netflix, you had Vikings Valhalla. Oh, that's a different, different like production altogether. Yeah, okay. and I don't know if it's the same producers seduced over to Netflix from History Channel. I don't know. The history of that doesn't matter. That's also good. All of these, though, because they are different productions, you can't come in with expectations. You have to just enjoy what they presented. And it is, Vikings Valhalla was quite enjoyable. Okay. But then it made me hungry for more Viking stuff, so I went back to The Last Kingdom. You're saying they're trending. It could be that they're trending because of Vikings Valhalla. It could be because there's a new season. I don't know. I'm irresponsible in that way. Well, you are responsible to your enjoyment of Vikings TV shows. You have been... Responsible to myself. (laughs) There you go. Been rewatching that, but... In the midst of all of that, you did watch a few new things. As did you. I did on the Netflix. Who who wants to go first here? Well, you just lead us through because I'm literally everything in my eyesight right now is the microphone and I can't see the screen. So tell me <laughs> what we're talking about. All right. I will say I didn't put this in the notes, so let me talk about it before I forget it. I did watch the Netflix docuseries Bad Vegan. There's no Vikings on this show. Vikings are not vegans. Absolutely, they definitely were not. Um, let me think about who this tells the story of. I, her name is um, 
a little bit tricky for me. So the whole title of this docuseries is Bad Vegan Fame Fraud Fugitives. I do appreciate the alliteration. There has been, not that I could remember details, there have been stories on DailyMail.com, which is interesting. I'm not saying it's good. It's an interesting news source. Mm -hmm. I've seen some headlines related to this. I didn't pursue them. But now I'm curious because here you are with it. Well, it tells the story of Sarma Melngalis, who was a very seemingly successful restaurateur in the Viking vegan. Well, she kind of looks a little Viking. She's definitely got the blonde hair, blue eyes going on. Um, I don't know that I'm, I would never claim that she is a a, a Viking, but she definitely kill you to eat your salad. I don't think so. She seems not like that's not her deal. She's not, she's not a violent vegan. Would she insult you to eat your salad? I don't think so. She's very, there's no Vikings involved. Okay. She's very introverted. And that actually plays into the, the story as it plays out. But she had a very popular um, vegan restaurant in the early aughts in New York city. It was called pure. I think. Um, Did she spell it funny? Nope. With an accent over the U. No, just P-U-R-E. Okay. And she's written several vegan cookbooks. She was just very well known in the vegan scene. And so... The vegan scene. What's interesting is this docuseries is made by the same producer who did like Tiger King for Netflix. He also did the... So she killed someone. No. You need to let go of the she violence. She hired someone else to kill someone. There is no violence other than... Um, interpersonal relationship violence in this story violently wretched at the thought of meat i'm sure at one point she did okay um i don't think that she herself was like that devoted of a vegan it seems more like at least the way the story plays out in the docuseries like this opportunity just sort of fell into her lap and she was like okay i guess i'm vegan now but she didn't have like a strong personal conviction about it okay um anyway that the the background of Sarma and how the restaurant came to be is only like the first half of the first episode, and there's four episodes. It's mostly the story about how she gets into this relationship with a con man whom she met on the internet. She met playing words with friends. I was like, I I didn't know that you could meet people that way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't personally, and I won't, but I believe that you can. Well, I mean, just file it away if you ever need to know. So he cons her into believing that he is... A Saudi prince. I mean, that level of wealth, basically. Okay. um, And that he is part of this, quote-unquote, the family, which is supposedly like this organized crime family. Yeah. And he makes her do all of these bizarre things, most of them involving wiring him Thousands upon tens of thousands of dollars. And she did it. And she did it. Okay. And so this is like one in a series, I feel like, of stories that's kind of in the cultural zeitgeist right now of con men and the women they um, con, essentially. Why? Why picking on the women? The tender swindler? Why (laughs) pick on the women? Yeah. I mean, the Anna Delvey story is interesting because it's a woman who conned other women and men, but there's just a lot of this swindling storytelling in the cultural atmosphere right now. I watched it. It was kind of depressing. And I honestly spent most of this series going like, why is she doing this? It, the interesting thing about this, uh, unlike Tiger King, for example, where 
we don't really get a lot of one on that much one on one interaction with Joe Exotic. He's not like the main storyteller of Tiger King, right? They're pulling in all these other interviews and news footage and those types of things. Well, from the first frame of Bad Vegan, Sarma is like sitting front and center, and she is telling the story from her recollection and her perspective. Eventually, she had to close the restaurant because her employees were not getting paid. She had no money. This guy um, completely drained her financially. Her whole vegan empire was essentially in ruin. And so it, it's her telling her story of how all of this happened, like her side of the story. They were orig- originally, no, uh, ultimately arrested. There were warrants out for the arrest. They were arrested when they were holed up in a hotel room in Tennessee and they ordered a Domino's pizza. Good place to go to get held up, Tennessee. Yes. Hold up. Yeah. Yeah. Not held. (laughs) Although if you want to be held, as I understand it, the Tennessean people are quite good at holding. They're good holders. Good. Anyway, I watched it. It's fascinating, but I found it to be ultimately pretty depressing. I'm not sure that I'm like, hey, here's a really great story. Here's a Tiger King level of entertainment. Y'all should sit down and watch. I have a quandary. I have a whole series of questions. Okay. So, I don't know why, but let's go back to the era of Titanic. Okay. I'll relate things to events from movies. Like the movie or the historical moment The historical period of time. Okay. in, In which... Titanic occurred. Yeah. Now, we would all look and say, oh, the evil patriarchy of that time. The things that that women were held to and forced to do, right? Okay. And yet, as the Titanic sunk, what was the battle cry? Women and children first. Uh-huh. And so there was some oppression, but there was also, at the same time, give and take, when it comes time to die – the women and children are are preserved and the men go first. Mm -hmm. If women and children die, it's only after the men have died. Some vestiges of chivalry. Yes. Okay. So then we move ahead to current day where there is no chivalry, Mm -hmm. but who's taken advantage of first, as you would, you yourself just told the story. It's women first that get taken advantage of. And then I'm just, I don't have a point to make. It's just interesting to consider Back then, had you taken advantage of women, you would have been persecuted by the men who were like, hey, it's my job to persecute the women, not yours. (laughs) But now we've come to this new era of time where, I don't know. I don't know. It's confusing to me. I don't know who to take advantage of. Someone help me. Your thesis statement that we need the patriarchy to protect women from being swindled is an interesting one, and I'll let the people. I didn't say that. You said that. I didn't say that. You said that. (laughs) You said that. I did not. Oh well. Speaking of the modern man, Ryan Reynolds. We're done with that. You're automatically just skipping over. There's so much more to go. (laughs) Oh, is there? I don't. I please do tell me more if you have thoughts on this. Again, I just found the whole story to be quite puzzling. I don't think that Sarma is a very sympathetic character like i feel like if she really wanted to tell her story she should have been a man no that's what you <laughs> literally said. never that's said what that. you said no i just feel like it's not fun for other people to put words in your mouth i don't think that the series does a great job of helping us to understand why she was so susceptible to this man and i honestly can't remember well, his name she got that lady brain okay good that's right. uh, that's not my enjoy, words. That's someone else's. Enjoy the whole. No, it's just what you've dug. It's it's bizarre. 
and not just recent history to even the 50s, 40s, 30s, but all of antiquity, there's there's been a constant struggle to see where where do women, where do men, where do people land? What is responsibility? What what do we do for each other? This is a this is a eternally all of human existence long quandary, is it not? I suppose so. Yes. You suppose? Yeah. That's that's all the more committed you're willing to be. <laughs> yes. You're trying to dodge the topic altogether. <laughs> Pretty much. I was. I came unprepared for this part of the conversation. I don't know. It struck me. I don't know. I don't know where to land. And I, I, if there's any positive in modern day canceling of everyone and things, which there isn't much, but it would be, I guess, just to take a minute to consider and look at things. I don't know. I don't know where the right place to land is. I would, I would look often, regardless of whatever category, gender or anything else to try to be a decent person, but hell, I don't know what to do. Do you know what to do? I do know one thing I'm going to do. And that is to that is delete all of this content no, up no. to this point in the episode. No, 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 no. I do know that my biggest takeaway has been to really deeply painfully uh, to the maximum instruct our children and any other young people in our lives that if you are in a relationship with someone and all of a sudden they start asking you to wire them thousands of dollars and and they have like this secret and shady and they can't explain it reason why like that trust it do it (laughs) don't do it that's the reddest of red flags, and you need to run. Yeah, well, I mean, that goes all the way back to childhood of, I'll give you two scoops, but you can't tell anybody. You should know immediately in the request that you not tell anyone there's something yes. amiss. Yes, absolutely. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I just, yeah, there's... there's On a, on a serious note, mm-hmm. relating to all of this, even though some of it was unjust, not all of it is, um, it's like... I, I truly believe this differently than any point in my life. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that most people honestly do mean well. Yeah. Or at least they start that way. Mm-hmm. It's just really tough to navigate the world and know how to mean well and do well for people and not be mistaken. And then you have a-holes come along with an email from wherever that I'm a – secret inheritor of great wealth Mm -hmm. and if you'll send me a hundred dollars i'll send you thousands and yes there's always the criminal enterprise is always multiple steps ahead of whatever and that makes it that much harder just to be a decent human well okay whether it's women and children first or a strong woman that's sending the men into the lifeboats doesn't matter whatever the case may be yeah did I dig out of the hole? I think so. I didn't feel like I was ever in a hole. Okay. I'm truly in a quandary. I don't know what to do. I try to care for people. That is the best thing to do. And be thoughtful and stuff without hurting myself. And Keep cooking us food. How about that's, that? I can do that. Yes. I can do that. You do we want to transition? You because you presented it into no. today's food. No, we got to hang. That comes later. Put okay. a pin in it. Meg denied all of you. It's coming. There Stay is, tuned. There is no Nigerian wealth <laughs> That's yet. True. At least not that we've been able to get our hands on. Anyway. I have the emails, but they're not real <laughs> yet. 
that hasn't panned out for us yet. Okay. Um, besides rewatching Viking programming, you did watch the, like, according to Netflix, which again, mm-hmm. I find their internal marketing to be sus at best. But according to them, like their number one thing that everybody's watching and don't you want to watch it too is The Adam Project. The Adam Project. The Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds movie on Netflix. You watched it. You mm-hmm. made it all the way through. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What are your thoughts? Thumbs sideways, okay. mildly tilted up. It depends. It's probably a fair caveat to throw on any entertainment. It depends. What are you in the mood for? What do you like? What do you not like? If you like the stereotypical Ryan Reynolds character, which is the smartass, mm-hmm. Deadpool, all sure. the way back to Blade and yeah. other things, then yeah. And if that's what you're in the mood for, yes, then yes, it is. He will fulfill the role that you would expect. Absolutely. Is it creative writing? Is it thoughtful? Is it whatever? Uh, you figure it out for yourself. Is it a time travel movie? There's time travel involved. Okay. He basically, I guess I guess the twist is that he encounters the child version of himself, and both of them are smartasses. Okay. All right. And there's a very, very soft, light literary thing within it. It's, it's not deeply thoughtful or impactful, but... If you're in the mood for light entertainment, it is light entertainment. Okay. All right. Okay. I can I can dig it. I wasn't feeling extremely contemplative, and so it satisfied the niche of the moment. Speaking of niche, someone who knows his niche and fits Liam Nishan? <laughs> I did perfect. it. That was a dad joke. That was perfect. I did not know I was setting that up for you, but I was so happy it worked out the way it did. Um you know, Netflix, they like to they like to pull from the back catalog and then be like, hey, mm-hmm. here's a movie you probably right. never have seen. Yeah. It's um, like if you, if nobody will appreciate this. There was an ancient now feeling ad campaign of if you like Dracar Noir, mm-hmm. you'll love whatever, which was Walmart's knockoff brand of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's how this movie felt. And so it wasn't unsatisfying. Well, or, or dissatisfying. The name of the movie or is... Or anti-satisfying. <laughs> a Walk Among the Tombstones, which yeah. is a bit of a mouthful for a movie name, let's it is. be honest. It is. But that, they had to extend because you can't call it Tombstone because there's already been that movie and it was a Western. Yes, exactly. Well, this movie actually came out in 2014. Yeah. And Netflix is just now like, hey, 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 yeah. everybody. Guess what? Movie fans of people <laughs> who have children and never make it to the theater. <laughs> that they are definitely pandering to us. That's what they're suggesting. Yes, um, I didn't realize this. I did a little side googling on it. That movie is based on a novel by the same name, A Walk Among okay. the Tombstones. So it's dark. Not they they walk the edge. It's not disturbingly dark. Like yeah. you feel creepy and can't sleep after you watched it it's definitely dark and i would say darker than what is what is his series um taken taken yeah it's it's i feel like it's a it may be i don't know maybe is it darker than that I is it less dark it, so i don't know I it's in the vein but it's one direction or the other from that um it's not as superhero-y as taken is where he's like got the certain set of skills and does the things um but it is, there is some darkness. And then I guess, really, 
in that statement, there's some reality yeah. in there. This one to me is more reality based potentially than is the Taken series. Got it. It was I enjoyed it. Good. So kind of like the Ryan Reynolds movie, it's like him Ryan Reynolds doing his Ryan Reynolds thing. Is this Liam Neeson it's doing his definitely Liam Neeson thing? Liam doing Liam. Okay. It's Liam on Liam. But <laughs> At the same time, I think more interesting than Ryan being Ryan. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, late yesterday evening, I started a series that originally uh, came on TikTok. (laughs) No, not everything comes from TikTok. Not everything, though. We will cover some TikTok material here in a minute. Um, I started a series that originally came on NBC like in 2018. It's called Good Girls. It starts. They're not good. No, that's the whole like. That's the sort yes. of twist, isn't it? It's an email from a good girl in Nigeria. <laughs> it's good girls doing bad crimes. Yeah. So it stars Christina Hendricks, who most of that's us know from Mad Men. Right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I'm just checking. Um, and other roles: Mae Whitman, who I believe was on Parenthood. I didn't watch that show, but I think that that's probably what she's most known for. And the comedian Retta, who most of us know from Parks and Rec. Um, also. This guy came on screen and I looked at him for a few minutes and I was like, is that Matthew Lillard of the 90s what? run of teen movies? It is Matthew Lillard. He is a special, special man. Looking he really at, is. Looking at him, I was like, wow, we, we've all aged, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> Um, the setup for Good Girls, which most of you probably have heard of, uh, because it has been on since 2018, is that these three women um, find themselves in financial straits for various reasons. One of them was it because they were dependent upon men, yeah, who sent of. them to the <laughs> life rafts, and then all the men died. And Christina Hendricks' character is Matthew Lillard, and he's kind of a scumbag, and he has both gambled and spent on his mistress away all of their savings, taken out three mortgages on their house. She had no idea any of that was going on. Um, But they all find themselves needing some quick cash. And Mae Whitman's character happens to work in a minimum wage job at a like superstore kind of setup, a grocery store. And she's kind of offhand telling them how easy it is to get into the back room where they keep a lot of cash. They think it's going to be $30,000. Like they're like, well, we could rob the store. And Mm. And if we each, you know, 30,000, we could each take 10,000 and it's going to cover these, the the heartache that we're in, in this moment. Well, it turns out, and I'm, this is not a spoiler. This is what happens in the pilot of the series, you guys. So it turns out it's not 30,000 they walk away with. It's half a million dollars. And there's that much cash because the grocery store is actually a front for money laundering. Perfect. So then, of course, they're in trouble. I want to watch it now. It's good. I have not watched any of it. I want to watch it now. Okay. It's it's a really good setup. Uh, It's what I might say is like a dramedy. Like there's definitely some more serious moments, but it's also pretty funny. Um, Real life is funny. Yeah. Especially in the stressful moments. Uh, Absolutely. Yes. So I watched a couple of episodes of it last night. It's also trending on Netflix. And I think... You guys, I do not know. This is not facts. This is me supposing. Season four just came to Netflix. And I don't know if it's one of those things where the first three seasons were on NBC. It got canceled. And then Netflix picked it up and like did a season four kind of like Lucifer. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I'm not sure, but it's definitely, again, Netflix is like, Good Girls is trending. You haven't watched it. Can we interest you? And we'll trick you into thinking it's popular because of our metrics (laughs) and algorithms. Exactly. Yes. So again, that show is called Good Girls, um, originally on NBC, but now all of it streaming on Netflix. So that sounds interesting. I truly am. I'm not just saying that because there's a phallic microphone in my face. <laughs> I'm I'm interested the way you described it. Good. I'm, I'm, if you'll remember, we'll watch that. Okay. Good. 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 Um, reading wise, because of everything that's been happening in our personal lives, in our family life, with my mother passing away and the services and all of that, I haven't picked up a book in a hot minute. I have. I'm not sure. You love to do that. You're so... You know what? I will share. You're so secretive. I will share. I will put myself at risk. Okay. I have been reading stuff from a man who is now deceased, whose name is Neville Goddard, Mm -hmm. and it's fascinating. Yeah. And I'll leave it there. If anybody's bold enough to go look and read, then maybe maybe we'll have private conversations. Okay. And there's a ton of material, too. There's a lot of stuff. A ton of material. He has a bunch of books and a one book that is a culmination of over 300 lectures, I feel like. Yeah. Um, he's quite an interesting fellow. Now, we mentioned TikTok and how all roads lead to TikTok. Pretty much. Listening wise, we discovered uh, this. We didn't discover it. This is highly trending on TikTok right mm-hmm. now. Well, I mean, we discovered it. It was there. It had to be discovered by someone to be a thing. Yes, that's right. And we participated in the discovery. If you are on TikTok, you most certainly have seen the giant rooks cover of the Suzanne Vega song, Tom's Diner. Yeah. Which is pretty powerful, yeah, and highly listenable. There's there's two mains, two main singers in this. Both of them very, very unique voices, and the second of which, as the song goes, when he kicks in, his voice could not more unmatch his body. Exactly, it's fascinating. The voices are incredible. You should go listen to this. I think that's probably why it took off because you're visually watching these men sing this and the disconnect, the dissonance, as it were, between their voices. And again, especially the second singer and the the vocals that they're capable of is so strong that I think people are like kind of wowed and freaked out. And it's find it on Spotify, probably on YouTube, probably anywhere. Giant Rooks. Yep. Tom's Diner. Yep. It's incredible. It is. Enjoyable. All of those Pleasurable. things. Pleasurable. <laughs> okay. Pleasure bringing. Um, okay. Do you feel creepy? <laughs> when you use that intonation, I do feel a little creepy. Okay. Up. Well, I'll do that more. Pleasure bringing. On TikTok, let's transition into lifestyle. Okay. We were reminded by one of our favorite TikTokers, and I cannot think of his name right offhand. But he's well known for his commentary on having grown up um, Christian, uh, strongly evangelical in the 90s. Well known for his, it was the 90s. Mm-hmm. Telling With a mechanical stories. voice. Yeah. He does a thing. He does the auto-tune voice. Yeah. He did a TikTok reminding us all of how in the 90s, there was a short-lived idea for health food in the 90s we were all fat phobic no fat in our food whatsoever we had snackles mm-hmm, cookies mm-hmm. 
everything had the fat removed from it, all of our food, all of our uh, manufactured food, our, our produced food, not nature. Nature was still making that good, healthy fat, but we were avoiding it, right? Yes, screw nature. So in the 90s, many of you may remember... Nature does not have a Nigerian fortune waiting for you in your email. True. Nature also does not make fat-free chips, snack chips. No. But somewhere, somehow, some way, big chip, <laughs> the big chip industry <laughs> was like, you know what? Oh. What if we use this chemical? Yeah, science. It's science. science. What if we use science? We create something. Was it called Olestra o- or Olean? Was well, Olean like the like brand name of a I think thing o- called? Olestra, and I could be wrong. I think Olestra was the brand, and Olean was like a application of it. Okay, okay. But it could be backwards on that. Well, in the TikTok, he points out and is laughing about the fact that this this Olestra would give you diarrhea, and yeah. it said it right on the bag, and that is true. Yes, they they did code it as loose stools. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. And anal discharge. Those were their words. That's right. It made you cough laugh. Oh, my gosh. Because it was so true. I forgot about the anal discharge. Yeah. Yeah. Or was it discharge or leakage? I can't remember. Either one is equally offensive and wrong. Both bad. You have. I have a life experience with this. Yeah. We We were newly married. Within the first few years, we were dorm directors at a university, and we going down our own paths of faux health, trying to grab trends and do things. We, I didn't know this. We purchased a bag of unassuming potato chips that had used Olestra slash Olean. Yep. Um, now I'm the kind, I'm a, I'm a committed person. How would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study? People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When I, when I step into something, it's not halfway. It's all or nothing teeth. It's all or nothing. 
now or never, all or nothing. Yep. I'm participating. I was hungry munchy, not from weed. I've never smoked it. I know what it smells like, but I've never smoked it. Um, and I'm not saying that from a Bill Clinton perspective. I truly never have. Yeah. Uh, there was no, I couldn't not inhale because I just didn't smoke it. Right. But we had the, the chips. And I feel like, honestly, I feel like the chips were a quote unquote gift from my mom. Okay. It's very possible. And that's why we had them. We would, we didn't have enough money to buy trendy things. We were broke because we were newlyweds. And we were dorm directors. And dorm directors. <laughs> yeah. Well, when, when you're a committed person like me, when you go to eat chips, if there's less than half a bag left, you eat the whole bag. And that's what I did. All of them. And I experienced anal leakage or whatever the description was. It was brutal. I had gut-wrenching, doubled over in pain, explosive, bad digestive health. Yes. Yeah. It was rough. And it made me always read the label, even to today. Yeah, And if too. there's anything that begins with a capital O... On there, Olean, Olestra, oh shit, whatever it is, I don't eat it. Straight to the trash. Because it wrecked me. I was wrecked. Yes. Bad. Yes, that's right. Um, I just, we both got such a kick out of that TikTok because yeah. it was such a specific yeah. moment in time and it was so real. Yes. Oh my gosh. He does that. He does that. What's his name? Do you know? Uh, Kevin, Kevin James Thornton or something like that. I can't remember. He, he's so magically captures the guttural feeling of the moment of will, all the things from I the will, 90s. Uh, I will link in the show notes for this episode okay. to that specific one. And you guys can, if you haven't already, you can watch more of his content because he really captures it for sure. Yeah. Now on the other end of the scale, the not stomach distress causing into the scale. Not yet. In the past week, week plus, you have done so much cooking. You have, you, you pointed out, um, the evening before my mom's funeral, you, you cooked all of the food for my mom's side of the family who had come into town. Let's call it 20 people. Yeah. And you pointed out everyone grieves differently. Yeah. And that for you, it felt most right to get in the kitchen and take care of people. Yeah. And even leading into that evening, we'd alluded to this with when I did the the check dishes. Yes, right. That was that was very much the beginning of my grieving process for right. things was to to cook, but then to look to something meaningful for yeah. moms. Yes. Because that's what we were going through. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you continued to cook throughout the week. Um, today made quite the spread, just kind of like all came together in the last minute. When You're intermingling multiple stories. Oh, that's fine. Well, you you take no, it from here. I, you, no, I'm not in the life raft. You are. <laughs> Women and children first. You're in the kitchen on the Titanic. I'm in the kitchen. I will go down with the kitchen ship. Okay. I think one dish that you put together was inspired loosely by a Trader Joe's yes, product. Yes, it was. The caramelized onion dip. Caramelized onion dip. And it's as good as it sounds. Mm-hmm. It, it felt as I tasted it and ate the whole bag of it, the whole, bu- no, not bag, the whole bucket of it with Olean chips from a bag and then crap my guts out later. It's more just like a little container. Yeah, yes. Well, kind of, but. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a bucket. It's a bucket in its own way. Okay. Don't discriminate against small containers. Well, people are going to go into Trader Joe's and be like, where's that bucket of caramelized onion? Well, you'll, it's probably there. 
If it's not there, it's at Costco, which is like Trader Joe's on steroids. Yeah, absolutely. But you tasted that caramelized onion dip, and you're yeah. like, this is good, but... What I knew, what I knew from tasting it was that absolutely there were caramelized onions in it, and that there was some kind of cream cheese component. Yes. It got my mind whirling. Yes. Heavy on the H and whirling. Mm -hmm. And so today, it took some days, uh, but today we recreated that. I caramelized onions first, which is just whether it's butter or olive oil or whatever you use, you caramelize an onion in a skillet. Now, I chose, because I'm a freak, to add in a bunch of shiitake mushroom parts. Mm -hmm. Simmer all that down. I added in Worcestershire. I don't know how to say that. I'm not. I'm legally not allowed to even say okay. that on mic anymore. Well, so y'all can fill in the blank. It's the W word. Yeah. Um, that. I also put in a little bit of balsamic vinegar, as it were. Yeah. With that reduced cooked did all the things made it mushy things mixed that in with cream cheese now here's how i do measurements for those who want a more exact recipe i hate like so you go you go to the grocery store and you buy whatever the little container of mushrooms right mm -hmm. well who wants to use part of that and then have a bunch of mushrooms go bad I mean, are you on the list? You want mushrooms to go bad in the fridge? I don't want that. However, I have done that multiple well, yeah. times. Yeah. So I build, when I cook, I build around, I, I don't want any leftover. Right. And so I used a whole thing of that. One large, um, it was a Vidalia. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Onion. If anybody failed to track with that, although most people are probably far outpacing me at this moment. <laughs> yep. Um, because I'm back there yelling for people to get into the lifeboat. Yes. But yeah. So one large Vidalia onion. Mm -hmm. I think I've talked about this in the past. The shape of the onion is important. Mm -hmm. If it is oval, it's going to be sharp. Yes. If it's squashed. Yeah. So like a sideways oval. Um, it's going to be sweeter, less abrasive. Mm -hmm. I think that's important, and that's what I did purposefully. So one of those, a, a deal, a box of onions, I used one stick of butter and a little bit of olive oil to prevent the butter from burning in the skillet. Mm -hmm. You do all the things to get caramelization, get it reduced down, and then I used, honestly, not by by cognitive choice, but because two blocks of cream cheese together were on sale. Philadelphia cream cheese. Use two blocks of cream cheese. Mixed all of that together. And it was, was it not? Incredible. You forgot the main component. What? Roasted garlic. Oh. Well, I don't know that it's the main, but it's definitely a it major It elevated part. it I'm beyond. I'm and I left that up. It elevated it beyond a d very delicious yeah. onion dip to I give full credit to you. A YouTube. revelation. And I'm sorry, YouTube creator whose name I don't remember. Is it Sam the Cooking Guy? Yeah, it is Sam the Cooking okay, Guy. Okay, that's a good channel. He's a bit of a douche and he's a little bit oppressive, but he's knowledgeable in the kitchen. He's if you can if you can tolerate, and maybe it's no big deal for you. Uh, he was a little abrasive to me. I called him a douche. Abrasive is more accurate. Okay, um, he's a little abrasive to me, but the guy knows what he's doing in the kitchen. He was the one that introduced me to this. If you cut off, if you take a full head of garlic, and you cut off. He says a third, maybe. 
somewhere of the tip. You put some olive oil in that, maybe salt it too, and then put it in foil. And then you roast it at 400, 440 minutes mm-hmm. is how he would quantify it. It works well enough at that range. I did two heads, not one, but two. Right. Because we love garlic. Yes. When you get done, as soon as you can grab that head of garlic without searing your hand, it, it gooshes out like toothpaste. Yes. Yeah. You just bleh, you just goosh it out of there. You muddle it, chop it. Um, what's the what's the pest, mortar and pestle? Mm-hmm. Whatever your technique, you just get that more loose, and you mix that all in. And yes, roasted garlic then is very sweet and very smoky, and brings a whole delightful component in. So that's what the dip was. Yeah, we used it as both dip and spread on bread with other things. We did a whole charcuterie with steak and sausage and cheeses, cheeses, shrimp, Cajun dip. Like we had all kinds of things. All kinds of things. It was delightful. It was, but that was the dip. That was the recreation. And I think it was better than Trader Joe's did. Oh yes, absolutely. I mean, even before we added the garlic, it was already a much more super easy, yeah, super delicious. Yeah, it was it was better tasting already. But then you throw that roasted garlic in, which is so sweet and so almost a little smoky. It just m- much more mild than you would think two yeah. heads of garlic would be. It was so good. Um, okay, a couple of other lifestyle things. Um, as we were preparing for all of the events of this past week, you went into your closet and you were like, oh no, Papa ain't got yeah. nothing to wear to a funeral. <laughs> well, well, you had a few things. That, yeah. That's wrong. You had some components. I don't, I live a luxury life in that I don't have to dress up Yeah, that often. Dressing up just simply being outside of the norm. Right. Outside of what's commonly comfortable. I don't put on a suit and sit in my home office. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be so it's, weird. It's a little weird. Um, yeah. Now, I had, technically still have, a fantastic blazer. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this on the main show. Yes. We've talked about this multiple times. I had an outstanding blazer, but something happened. And it's called rain, and wool hates it. Yep. And that's what this was made out of, and I got caught... Wearing the blazer in a torrential downpour, as Oklahoma is known to do. Mm-hmm. Um, downpours, tornadoes, hail, snow, ice, uh, drought. Pick the extremity of things. Or yeah. the extreme of things? I don't know. Both of them? <laughs> the, the extreme extremity <laughs> of things. You got caught in the rain. Yeah. It wasn't very romantic. It was it pretty heartbreaking. And we didn't get it to the cleaners in we time. Didn't, to- we didn't do anything. And when I pulled that blazer out, it looked like somebody punched it into a <laughs> nether crevasse. It was ugly. It was bad. Yeah. So. So you kind of freshened up some of your staple pieces, yeah. including all the way down to your t-shirt. That was honestly... While the blazer, while the new blazer is a revelation, mm-hmm. a new blazer is a new blazer, and it's a great thing. But yes, the t-shirts. So you went, you took yourself to Dillard's, is that right? I prefer to say Dillard's. <laughs> Dillard's. <laughs> Dillard's. It was Dillard's. Everybody's mall has one. Um, 
I have lamented in the past the struggles of finding a good t-shirt. A good white t-shirt to go under your no, dress no, no. shirt. Just a good t-shirt. Oh, period. okay. All right. But secondary to that, and no less important, is the good undershirt. Undershirt. And there's a difference. Yes. Okay. I'm glad you clarified, because yeah. I was just calling it a white t-shirt, but we're talking it's, undershirt it's here. It's the man equivalency of a bra. Yes. It's your, it's Though your much to- easier to fit, I'm sure, than a bra is. <laughs> Pretty sure, yeah. From what I've heard you talk about. Yes. I... I kind of black out when you go into that because it's talking about things that are not holy. And (laughs) (laughs) the church said, no, yeah, Um, no, it's, I've never dealt with owning boobs of my own. I don't know how to do that, but I do have moves and that's different. And it requires an undershirt. Undershirts are hard. Yeah. And what most men, if they were really focused on the experience, would identify is that every undershirt feels pretty decent for the first wearing. It's subsequent after a wash and things that stuff gets problematic. Mm -hmm. And you begin to realize even then from the initial wearing what's not going to be good after a washing what is. I, I didn't do a lot of research on this one. It was because this was all a surprise. We were just scrambling, trying to adjust and run. But I did purposely push outside of a brand that I'd ever had before. And though it's mainstream, Emporio Armani undershirts from Delard's, (laughs) it has turned out to be. I can tell this is going to be good after multiple washings. And for my frame, whether it's normal or abnormal, Hell, I don't know. Yeah. But it fits my frame well. It's not too... It doesn't make me... When I'm putting it on, I don't feel like I just created a human sausage or any other weird thing. It fits well. It feels right. It's going to wash and wear well, at least for a little while, long enough, I think, to be worth the money. Yes. Yes. It's not the cheapest shirt. It's not a pack of Fruit of the Looms. But... Everybody's got to make that call in their life. Sometimes fruit of the loom's the best decision, but sometimes you don't want to be a fruit from that loom. Right. You got to take yourself to Dill Yards. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay. Also, you were perusing your Cigar Aficionado magazine. Mm, what a great magazine. Would you say it was a great gift from your wife? For I would Christmas? say it. It's definitely top three of all gifts you've ever given me. Really? Yes. Well, thank you. For and it was that. entirely you. Thank you. I feel great about that. Then you should. So you I were- took it when I jumped in the life raft and said, <laughs> "Men and magazines first. <laughs> Women and children, fend for yourselves." You were perusing a, a an issue of that, and you came across their top twenty-five cigars. Yeah. Well, so yeah. The second issue, the first issue I got was the November, December. Mm -hmm. The second issue I received was the January, February. They are a six times a year magazine. Yes. Yeah. And they had the the January, February edition had the top 25 for 2021. Mm -hmm. And so you were like, hey, maybe we ought to try some of these. You know what I mean? And by maybe, I mean, I'm doing it. (laughs) Yes. I ordered, I ordered a... Very extravagant, by many people's judgment, extravagant and ridiculous number. I think I ordered 80 cigars. Oh, my Lord. Because you don't order one at a time. You don't right. order singles. You have to get 5, 10, or 20 in quantity per order. Yes. But of my list, three of what I ordered were from the top 25 list. Yes. 
Yeah. And we got them. We've been <clears throat> enjoying them a, a few at a time. You mostly <laughs> have are. dug in and tried a lot of the new ones. It's what I do. When they first come in, I, I'm like a child with a bag of candy. I can't help but try the things. Mm-hmm. Then I'll hold off. I'll get them in my humidor and let them acclimate before I revisit. Yeah. But yeah, I've pushed through all of them now. And you're pleased with the selections you've made so far. No mistakes. Good. No mistakes were made. Well, we were talking about how um, a compilation list can sometimes, I mean, it's going to bring in all of those different uh, perspectives. This yeah. was particularly based, I think, on the staff at Cigar Aficionado. And yes. they certainly smoke a lot of cigars. And so they all kind of weighed in and came up with this 25 list. And so it does represent a variety of different tastes, flavors, countries of origin, yeah, all of those things, a good sampling of the best of the last year. You're trying to feed me to start talking. No, I'm just saying, like, I feel like that was that was a, a fun thing to do. You got to dig in and decide. I'm gonna I'm gonna smoke some of these standouts. Well, yeah, let's get let's get what and regardless of topic, because not everybody's a cigar smoker or wants to be. Mm-hmm. Regardless of thing, don't we all look to the interwebs for what's the best thing? What's the top yeah. thing? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It, it inspired quite a conversation between us. Yes. Over, okay, so it is ranked, but who's it ranked by? And what, how, what, what does all this mean? Right. And how I likened it to, because I really, really enjoy scotch drinking. Okay. Oh, that was a dog sneeze in dog the background. Sneeze vomited. <laughs> Um, I enjoy a variety of different kinds of scotches, but my favorite scotches are very smoky, very peaty, which mm-hmm. not everybody likes. Right. And so my one of my favorite scotches, Wee Beastie, is super, super smoky. Or just Artebeg 10, which is yes. who, also who makes Wee Beastie, yes. is Artebeg. Yes. And that, that's a five-star scotch for me, yeah. but that there would be plenty of people who are like, oof, no. I'm going to give that zero. <laughs> right. Stars. Right. So there's a there's a YouTube channel. They may have far more than that. That's just the only exposure I know. Whiskey Tribe. Yes. And yes, I did emphasize the H. Whiskey Tribe. These guys are out of Austin. Rex and... Jonathan? Jonathan, maybe. Um, one of them is a... I think it's Jonathan is a true sommelier. Yes. Whiskey sommelier. Whiskey sommelier. And that's a thing. Mm-hmm. And then Rex is more like a, a free spirit wild card. He's the color commentator. Yeah. But he's not at all unknowledgeable. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Um, he would just laugh at some of the things that a sommelier would get self-fluffed by. Yes. Yeah. That's filthy <laughs> in a nice way okay. of saying it. They they actually visited Artebeg in one of their, I think, a relatively recent episodes. Mm. And it was fascinating to look as they talked through it to see their, their polling, their own community. But at this point, they're not small. And I feel like it's not an inaccurate representation of the world as a whole from their sample. Right. Yeah. And Artebeg 10 specifically, which they looked at 
from their community rated a 3.9. Right. Out of five, which is like, eh, I mean, if you read an Amazon review at 3.9, would you buy it? I would keep looking. Okay. Fair. And, and fair, whether we're, whether we're talking about the cigar experience that we just had from the top 25, from mm-hmm. who makes whatever, whatever it is you're searching for, who makes the best whatever. Right. You have to begin to appreciate that when you take a polling from a, an average, from a standard whatever, you're, what's going to be most popular is what is the most accepted, not necessarily what's the best for your personal bent. Exactly. And so while this rated out in total, the Artebeg 10 at a 3.9, which you would rate as a 5. Right. When you went in and looked at the breakdown of votes by star level, 1 through 5, it's that the bulk of the ratings, it was a love or hate. The bulk of the ratings were either two or four, mm-hmm. then with some support around. And that it was so many people landed in the four, then supplemented by five range that it pulled the full ranking up, but that easily anywhere from half to 60% of people just said, no, I don't like it. Yeah. Which doesn't speak poorly of what it is. It's that it is such a powerful and unique flavor that you will love it or you will hate it. And so digging into those ratings to say, hey, am I happy? Am I happy accepting a a three-star life? Well, yes, if three stars is actually five plus for what I like. Okay, yeah. Versus am I happy with five, which is actually an average taste of things yeah which we just experienced in cigars today the number one as this rating scale went the number one cigar of 2021 we were like that's that's not going to offend anyone right it's super approachable super yeah super approachable wonderful but not necessarily perfect for what our personal exact preferences are yeah things that rated much further down the list we were like i'd I'd punch a baby for that. You said that. You said that. I didn't. I was getting the babies and the women into the lifeboat. Where are you? From the Titanic. Okay. (laughs) I feel like it's important to recognize that. Yes. Um, So, yeah. Good stuff. Thank you for all of the um, insight and commentary on some of this stuff for the week. There's There's no pressure either. To say, oh, well, if you don't know what you like. No, hey, if you don't know what you like, that's fine. You you find one of these lists and recognize that they're going to present to you in those top numbers the things that are most commonly accepted. And not everything in life do we have the energy right. to find our favorite yes. thing of. Like a like an undershirt. Sure. For me, yeah. at this point in life, who I don't. I need an undershirt like once every two months. Right, right, yeah. So this shirt is probably the least offensive. It's not the best, Mm -hmm. but it fits the role. Yes. But when it comes to a true, like just a black T-shirt, which is what I wear a lot now, Mm -hmm. well, hey, I need need to find the three-star thing that actually leans into the bent of what I like. Yes, I think that's a great way to say that. That's a lot. That's a lot of... 
is it silly? Is it pointless? I don't know. No, I think it's neither. I Have I had too much to drink? It's highly possible. It's probable. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, here we go. Uh, last, it's the last full week of March. So, <clears throat> it is. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay. Kind of. Well, as, last I don't know. full week. I don't know. I can't sign on to that because I don't know. Well, I'm telling you this. It's important. I don't want to put you in a life draft that's going to sink. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. There's no point in saving the women and children just to die yes. unexpectedly. The chivalry is not dead no. after all. All right. In the meantime, what should people do? I don't know. Is there something else we should talk about first? I think we covered it all. I'm not sure that we did. That's okay. There's always next week. There's that's another the awesome thing. thing in the notes. <laughs> Let's save that for next week. Can that's, you? That's will evergreen. you? Yes, I will. Okay. And I will. It has to do with PP. It yeah. was Meg's pick, not mine. Yeah. So don't write it off like, oh, he's just a pee and poo humor guy <laughs> no, I, insisting on things. This happened on my TikTok, so we'll talk about it next week. Okay. Well, then definitely in the meantime, one, pick a list. Decide how important a thing is to you. Live in the middle, live in the extremes, sort your way through it. You are smart. You can do this. Okay. And it will, in fact, lend to point number two, which is by all means necessary. Have an awesome today, would you? catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.